Okay, guys, you've got young Billy and Lisa tonight on Monday Night Novak News. We're talking about the wait-and-see buyer and the wait-and-see seller. We're going to tell you what we're seeing. We'll be back with you in just a sec. Good I evening. think they're the words that we're hearing the most at the moment, Billy, through our open homes. Yeah, it's uh, a lot. There's a lot of people on the fence saying we're going to wait and see. Yeah, and so it's an interesting conversation, you know. Where so I'll tell you what's really interesting: open homes on Saturday, we got smashed with buyers. Yeah. So on average, we were seeing about 12 to 15 groups coming through the majority of our properties, weren't we? And it's like been unusually busy. I'd say the last two, three weeks now, yeah. um, we've really noticed an extra, I'd say an extra 50% of buyers coming through. And inquiry that's coming through as well. It's really quite interesting. Huge amount. Um, and usually in the lead up to spring, we'd be starting to see quite a bit of stock starting to hit the market. Um, where We're not seeing that. No, We're not seeing that, are we? And I think the buyers know that as well because I've had a few people comment at Open Homes saying, we really want to buy, but there's not a, like, a lot of stock coming on. And so they're doing the whole, we'll wait and see what happens. But it's um, it's funny because there's not, you know, the options they're going to have are almost, they're dwindling down. So, yeah, now here's the thing. I think, you know, a lot of people are obviously spooked by the interest rate rises um stay tuned guys because we're hoping to have someone very very high up in the banking industry coming on live with us this week we're just waiting on a date and a time to be confirmed um but i also think people understand what's going on with interest rates so we know that we've been seeing these interest rate hikes we kind of feel like there's been speculation that the interest rates are going to cap out maybe yeah. around four to four point five percent that's what the speculation is so a lot of buyers are coming through our open homes, Billy, and they're saying, I know exactly what I'm dealing with now. And yeah. so they're factoring that in. Um, but, you know, as I said, it's interesting to note, and this is across the board, we're, we're dealing with a lot of people in real estate. Across the board, people were saying open homes were busy on Saturday, but we're not seeing those stock levels coming on. So to the wait and see buyer, I say to you guys, be real careful because we may very well see a mini spike in certain areas due to the fact that we've still got huge buyer demand out there, yep. all right, but we're not seeing, an, a, you know, a lot of stock coming on the market. What do you reckon, Billy? I think it's. Uh, I think that's definitely the way it's going. So to give you an idea, um, a property where we've had a price adjustment, we've now all of a sudden got four, you know, four buyers on it, four offers on it. Yeah. And the price seems to then go the other way a little bit. So Okay, so let's just go through that scenario. So we're talking a lot as agents about where properties sit in terms of market value. And what we're finding is once we hit market value on a property, then we are starting to get multiple offers coming in at that level. Yeah, We're having to then call a best and fairest, which is where we ask all those buyers that have put forward offers to come to us with their absolute final offer and their terms and conditions in writing by a cutoff time yep. and date. And then those buyers are organically pushing that price up. Correct. Okay. So this is not, yes, it's a buyer's market at the moment, guys, but I say to you, don't outsmart yourself because we're not seeing those huge stock levels coming on 
and we're still seeing multiple buyers in the market and with certain properties they're actually flying out the door how is that one better that we had Pitwater Road DY first, first open home yep really strong offer comes in um, motivated vendors and the deal is done that's it so every vendor is in a different situation please understand that some vendors are saying look I'm not going to be greedy with the price I need to sell I've got my eye on a property at the moment and I'm happy to take a great offer that comes around with great conditions and that property was literally snapped up. It was a one better in DY. Yep. Not to say we didn't get a great price. No. We got a great price. We had great conditions. That buyer was able to move very, very quickly. Property was sold. Um, you know, so just be very, very careful. To sellers, what do you reckon, Billy? What's going on out there with, with you know, if people I are think, sitting on um, the sidelines saying, I'm going to wait, I'm just going to see what happens with the market. What do you reckon? So two things. Firstly, people were holding off saying that they're going to wait for um, a discount yep and it's like how much of a discount do you really need to make it work for you because you've already had a 15 to 20 percent discount on any property you're looking at in our local area roundabout yeah uh, which is amazing i mean on a million dollars uh you know apartment that's you're talking over 100k now so it's a heck of a lot of money um and then the second thing where you've got to be really careful in my opinion is whether you're going to be able to get the finance for it. Okay, let's talk about that because this came up in our sales meeting last week. Can we use you as an example? You can use me as an example. Okay, yeah. so Billy bought a property how long ago? Yeah, September last year. Okay. Um, we exchanged and completed in November. Great. Regrets? Absolutely not. All right, the market was roaring hot. I remember at the time because Mark was helping you negotiate the property. Yeah. So we were just coming to a very, very, pretty much the peak of the market we were coming into at that time. Yeah. Now, if you had not bought that property and you had waited, tell us what might have happened. Well, say I'd waited till now. Maybe, maybe not the, the, you know, the property might have become a little bit cheaper. Um, however, unknown to me, looking at some recent um, stats from um, Shaw Financial, some local brokers, yeah. um, funny enough, and you can, um, we've got some more info on this, but a 1% cash rate increase um, decreases your lending ability by 10% for a single income. Okay, so just say that again, a 1% increase. A 1% cash rate increase yes. from the RBA yes. decreases a single income borrowing capacity by 10%. Okay. That's a now, lot. guys, this is critical, right? Understand that this could be you. If you are looking at buying and you're saying, I'm going to wait, it's not just about the market coming down and finding out where rock bottom sits in the property market, which no one ever knows, incidentally, yeah. until it's too late and then you've missed out because by then the market's come back up. But a huge factor here is financing. Absolutely. So what would have happened if you had waited? Well, short, you know, to put it short and blunt, there's no way I was being able to afford the property Okay. Um, there you you go. Know, that I bought. And let's... You know, just so you know, guys, my income hasn't changed a huge amount. It's just the fact that banks simply He's making heaps of money now. <laughs> the banks would simply not have lended the money. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to get caught out if they're if they're not careful. Okay, so financing is a major major factor, guys. So please make sure that you keep that in mind. Not only that, but when you've got your pre-approval, it's only good and valid for twelve weeks. And then the banks are going to relook that. So if you've got your pre-approved loan, um, what a lot of buyers don't realise is that loan is good for 12 weeks. Yeah. If it expires and it lapses, the bank is going to relook your financial situation. 
And there's a very good chance that if you were Billy and you may have waited, um, if that was the option that Billy took and didn't take the plunge last September to buy, he would not have been able to buy the property that he'd purchased back in September, even though he paid more for it then. It was probably down 15%. Yeah. You're not selling it anytime soon, are you? No, and I also thought I got quite a good buy, so I'm hoping I'm not done too much. But, yeah, if you're not selling it, you're not losing. Okay, but it's a long-term transaction, right? So you're going to hold that property. Yeah. You're then going to use the equity that you make in that property when the market comes back up and you'll go buy another property. I'm hoping so. Okay, you will. He will. He will. This, this, Billy is going to take the world by storm. I'm always saying Billy's a 75-year-old man wrapped up in a 19-year-old body. I'm always scratching my head trying to remember that he's only 19 years of age so be real careful guys if you are a buyer and you're waiting because there's a whole lot of other critical factors there you're also getting your 15 yeah. to 20 percent discount circa right here in yeah. Sydney at the moment and we are certainly not seeing signs that the market is coming down anymore in fact Tom Panos yeah. called it on Saturday and he was saying he feels like this could potentially be the bottom of the market or we're very near to it. So, yeah. and there is absolutely no way that we know where that market is when that market hits rock bottom until it's too late and the market comes back up again. So there's plenty of outside factors. Now, if you're a seller, what you're do you reckon? What, what, what would you be doing, Billy? You've got a property to sell and you're saying, I'm just going to wait. What, what, where, where could you fall into trouble there? Well, the benefit for you at the moment being a seller is, as we said at the start of the show, there really is a shortage of quality stock and stock in general. Yep. So we're finding properties coming to market. You know, your first open homes are often ridiculously busy. You're just being swamped with buyers that are chasing new stock because they're, you know, either tired of seeing the same properties sit on market yep. or the properties priced properly. As we said, they're selling in a matter of open homes in some cases. True story. Um, so you're so, yeah, better off, so guys, you're better off to be selling in isolation than you are in competition, right? Fact. Because what are you waiting for? The other thing is, um, you know, the hesitation with, with the majority of vendors that we speak to about bringing their property on is that they're not going to get the money that they need to get to be able to move on to their next property purchase. Yeah. But if you were a vendor and you were selling your property at the peak of the market, let's call it November last year, yeah. it was so hard for those vendors to then get into another property. So what we were seeing was we were seeing vendors starting to buy property first because they were worried that they weren't going to find anything, right? But the Absolutely. gap to get into that next property was then so big, it kept getting away from them. Yeah. And we found a lot of people being caught out. Um, right now, if you are transacting in the same market, so you're selling your property now and you're buying now, that gap is much smaller. So the transactional costs are much less. You're getting out of your two-bedroom apartment, let's call it here in DY, um, for, you know, whatever it might be, eight hundred dollars to $900,000, and then you're getting into your family home we're now starting to see these houses coming in with guides around the sort of 1.55, $1.6 million mark again. Yeah. And right. that wasn't, that was, you know, if you can't remember late last year, there's no way you were finding a home under the two mark. No. People were calling us, Billy. They were saying, I've got a budget of about, you know, 1.8. I'm looking to buy a house. And we were saying, guys, there is literally nothing under $2 million. No. There was absolutely nothing around. The great thing is, you know, again, just going back to sellers, they're nervous that they're not going to get the right price for their property. But what if you do, right? Because there's not a lot of stock around again. 
Um, but we also give these vendors the opportunity to launch with a zero-dollar marketing strategy. Yeah. So there's absolutely no risk on you um, to launch a property to market. It's a true zero-dollar marketing strategy. We do not get you on the other end with your commission. Um, you know, we'll get your property out onto the market, out to database, out to realestate.com if you want, um, certainly out to our social media. We'll pay for all your photos and your signboard and it's not going to cost you a single cent in marketing. All right? And so that works for a lot of how, people. How good is that option? I would honestly be all ears to that if I was in the need to sell at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of options there for you guys. So just be careful, as I said, the wait and see person. We hear this conversation all the time. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to see what the market does. I'm going to see what interest rates are going to do. We know what interest rates are going to do. We know they're going to come up. Yeah. Again, suggestions, right? Nothing factual here. Suggestions, they're going to hit about 4 to 4.5%. Factor that in and go out and buy your property. Certainly if you're pre-approved, guys, getting those pre-approvals redone is a very, very tricky thing. So just watch that. Watch that. Watch that. Yeah, you need to be – I think if you've got your pre-approval, you're on the hunt for either a, you know, a home or an investment. Once you find the right one, take the plunge, buy the property and um, capitalise on such great opportunity. And like investors. So we're starting to see investors back in the marketplace again, which is great. We're seeing a lot of cash buyers yes. out in the marketplace. So if you were smart enough and you could time it right and you sold at the peak of the market and now you're a cash buyer and you're out looking for a property, we had a, we've had a couple of those over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, more so recently. Uh, I mean, you know, good luck to you because you certainly are getting that 15 to 20% discount. Yeah. Um, rents are up. Rents Hugely. are up. Let's talk about the two better that All just got rented here in DY. So there's there's two that I want to yeah, refer back to. Yep. We've got a two-bedroom in Meriton. Um, those are renting for about 860 a week, which is just unbelievable. So two-bed, one-bath. Two-bed, two-bath. Two-bed, two-bath. Yep. One car, call it the happiest place on earth, Merit and DY. Everyone loves it there. Great apartment, great yeah. building. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the rents have really, really come up. Um, so what were, so sorry, that's renting for? 860 a week. 860 a week. What were they renting for? Let's call it, you know, three, four months ago. I think probably high sevens. You know, if you were in, in COVID 790, um, you know, something like that, you'd yep. be doing really, really well. Um, you know, otherwise about 750 a week was probably your average. Okay. So they are up. I mean, yeah, these are two betters, guys. And it's not like there's um, a shortage of those here in DY. We usually have an oversupply. Yeah. We're not seeing that at the moment. That And that's normal. When the property market cools, the rental market does the opposite. It comes up. Mm. But there's another one. There's there another, another one, two better. Which is almost more unbelievable than the first. So okay. This one is in um, in the Carlisle, also in DY. Yep. Um, it's a proper two-bedroom with a third room that's either a cinema or a study or a, it could be a third bedroom. It's yep. big enough. We call it a guest room. Guest room. So it's a room with no windows, but it's the same size as a typical bedroom. So it's usually about a three-metre by three-metre. Yep. And that leaves for eleven fifty a week. I, that, I mean, that is just insane. Um, what were we getting for those? Because we actually do manage quite a few in that we complex. Manage, I know, we manage an identical one and I think... Um, I think they're paying about a thousand a week, um, you know, if not nine ninety around that. So, I couldn't quite believe it when I saw it myself. It's unbelievable. 
absolutely unbelievable here. Andy Reid, Luke, we've got a few celebrities on here. We've got a few comments. Uh, let's have a look at some of these comments. What's the average value of those two-bed properties? Um, Andy, I think you're talking about for sale. Um, on average, these two-bedders, look, in DY, they actually do change quite significantly. So we've got the main arterial road that cuts through DY called Pitwater Road, and that kind of divides the prices and the properties. So we call one beach side of, of Pitwater Road and the other one is non-beach side of Pitwater Road. Um, in terms of proximity to the beach though, we're a little bit spoiled here on the northern beaches. Beach side is about a three to four minute walk to the beach and non-beach side is about five to seven minute walk. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost a bit of a joke because they're so, so close both. They are, both but the prices can change somewhat significantly. So a typical two better beach side of Pitwater Road now is selling for sort of circa 850000 Yeah. Um, we were selling those for around the nine fifty plus in the peak of the market. Um, Non-beach side, what do you reckon they're selling for at the moment, Billy? I think what would you apply as a general discount? Um, what, to your apartments? If you if you could do it as a percentage. They're down about 15%, uh, 15 to 20% these two bedders. Non-beach side of Pitwater Road, so around sort of Lismore Avenue and, and you know, these sorts of areas, these are the, what we call the lead-in properties. They're selling for circa sort of 750 to 800 at the moment, yeah. just to give you guys, a you know, a, a general rule of thumb. Um, but again, those rents is what's changed significantly, um, yeah. which has been, you know, it's it's certainly been quite interesting. Solid returns on an investment though. Yes, absolutely. Really? So look guys, you know, often we'll speak to investors and they're like, I'm not getting a great yield out of that. That's typical resi. Gone are the days when you'd get your, you know, your big 10% yields. People yeah. would go, oh, it's a $500,000 property. I should get $500 a week rent. That is not the case and has not been the case for a very, very long time. Um, but it's what that capital appreciation does over time that's, you know, really going to make you money. Days on market. Let's talk yeah. about days on market quickly. Yeah. I want to talk about that for rent and I want to talk about that for sale. Should we start with sale? No, I want you to explain what days on market means because real estate agents are very good at using jargon that no one else understands. <laughs> so let's talk about what that means. Well, in simple, it's, um, yeah, the amount, the amount time you've been on market, whether that be off market, on realestate.com, however you're advertising the property, if it's yep. for sale, you know, that's when you're counting your days on market. So um, what norm, are they doing? What would be normal in a normal? Look, so in, in the peak of the market, I mean, days on market was anything from, you know, hours to property was generally selling within a seven day period. When it was really hot? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, you know, that was purely because we had such a low supply of stock on the market. Yep. Um, right now, average days on market, it does change from area to area, just like anywhere. But average days on market at the moment is sitting at around sort of 21 to 28 days, mm -hmm. um, depending on whether or not we've got the three P's in line. Three so P's. price, product, promotion. If we've got all of that aligned and we hit that market value that yeah. we were just talking about before, days on market will come down quite significantly. Yeah, and I think a lot, a lot more people are starting to come with, come to terms with what actually market value is, um, because we have started to see days on market come back where from where they were previously. Um, yeah. You know, in recent weeks. Yep, definitely. Guys, auction or not auction, Andy, you just made me think of this topic because I know it's something that you raised the other day. Um, at the moment, we're not auctioning a lot of properties. Sorry to you big auctioneer um, agents that are watching. 
But the reason is there's just simply not enough hot buyers out there in the marketplace. All right. The strategy that we offer has to be very fluid. Yes. So often we'll start off with a private treaty for sale campaign. And then very quickly, we've had to flip it sometimes to auction. Yeah. If we found that market value and we've got multiple buyers, we'll do a quick little pop-up auction or we'll run a best and fairest strategy, which we've been yeah. doing quite a few of those lately. Um, do you want to explain what that is, Billy? The best and fairest. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you mentioned briefly, it, it, towards the end, once you've got, you know, found market value, more often than not, we've actually got a few, you know, parties that are interested and sometimes around the same level. Yep. So it's a matter of getting, you know, you kind of walk away offer um, with your terms, you present that to the owner and then ultimately make a decision from there. So it's a good strategy, guys. It's a good, fair strategy for all the parties that are putting forward their offers. Yeah. And it's a great way of also being able to get the absolute most amount of money, much like an auction, um, but to get the most amount of money for your vendor. Yeah. Unlike an auction where you've got to have all your ducks lined up, you've got to have your unconditional finance because when the hammer falls, that property is sold. Um, best and fairest allows a little bit of flexibility with terms for the offer maker. So if they don't have their formal approval, um, they can offer up a cooling off period. And again, that just gives a little bit of flexibility to everybody. Yes. Um, so it is a great strategy and it is one that we use very often. Now, just to wrap up, days on market for rentals. What are we seeing? Just, you know, overall, Billy, what are general, we seeing here I on, think, on the Northern um, Beaches at the moment? I think Ileana and our rentals team, it's a testament to them really, but um, properties seem to be leasing quickly. I think when it comes yeah. to you know, any kind of property, if it's priced properly, it's always going to go quickly, especially yep. around here. Um, but that seems to be what's happening. And yeah, there's no doubt rents are, um, you know, there's some there's some big, big results happening that are starting to show through. Yeah. And, and look, unlike the property market here in New South Wales, we're not allowed to use the word offers over anymore. We're allowed to use the word guide. Yeah. Um, on the rental side of things, we can. Yeah. So, you know, if we're seeing good, strong activity on a rental property, We'll put offers over six fifty um, a week, and we will certainly extract the most amount of money for um, for for that landlord, which is great. It's a great strategy. Yeah, that is it, Billy. That's the show. That's it for us. Anything with so, so final message to the wait and see people. Be careful. Be real careful, guys. We're certainly starting to see a lot of activity. Auction clearance rates were up last weekend. Um, that's always a good gauge as to what's going on out in the market but you just want to keep a good watch on how much stock is coming on and how many buyers are out there in the market because we're seeing um, at the moment there are certainly more buyers out there than we're seeing stock coming on, yeah. even though we've got some cracker listings coming up. Some really cool stuff. I'm very excited, for, really um, cool. I'm very excited for, for some of the stuff that we've got coming on actually, so watch this space. I think that's a wrap. Oh, you yeah. got more to say? Uh, for me, um, uh, you know, we were talking off air. It would, um, it would honestly kill me as an agent, you know, helping someone to know that someone had maybe missed out on a property over fifty grand. Say, you know, if that's what the agent's saying, that's going to close the deal for you today. Yep. Two months, three months, you get down the line. Twelve weeks, even, you know, once your um, pre-approval is up, you haven't missed any. You haven't found anything, and now you've, you know, missed out on, um, yeah, you know, a price range altogether. So, yeah. Make sure you've got your ducks lined up, buyers. Make sure you've got a great conveyance or a solicitor on hand on the weekend, FYI. Um, many yeah. of them just work Monday to Friday, what I call Hollywood hours. I love our solicitors and conveyances, <laughs> but most of them work nine to five. You know, you've gone out, seen a great property on a Saturday. You need to make sure that you've got those guys on your side. 
Um, make sure that you've got a great mortgage broker or a good relationship with your bank. Um, get your pre-approval in place and yep. make sure that you're working with a great agent who can always guide you on the best strategy and the best way to help you secure that property. That's it, Billy. That's it. Signing off. Billy, look at us. Billy's my assistant, for those of you guys that don't know, and he's an absolute weapon. Watch this guy because oh, he is 100% going places. So that was fun. That was, I Good think, job. the first ones we've done in a while. I feel like it was. I feel like, way, way too long, way too long. We'll be back, I promise you. Guys, have an awesome night. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. <laughs>